hello everyone, this is Little Grand coming at you today. I hope that on this beautiful day everyone is fine. I hope Allah is always with you when you're weary. I hope he is carrying you on your journey. If you're walking in the sand, all you have to do is see one footprint and it's yours. But it's yours by him carrying you. And you see, he has you. He's walking with you when you're weary and you can't walk anymore and stand. It's the same way as Jesus, it's the same entity. How's everyone today? I hope it's good and we're having good things and good thoughts about you today, but you know, we always have some things to really contemplate and talk about. You know, it's our way. You know, and this is how we do things. Uh, you know, uh, I pretty much, you know, uh, you know, said to them, uh, you know, in my video production that um, it's time to, you know, cease to persist on you, you know, doing this charade on you saying, you know, that you would be the owner of things that belong to me. So, you know, we pretty much got that on board with these conversations that we're talking about now and you got to pretty much you know, address these issues because these are factual issue, issues and they're true so you know we pretty much have an understanding that I'm going to keep on putting you on blast on those things until you address these issues and you pay for this foundation for my mother the Mabel Gray Charitable Foundation You know, so until then, you know, I can't really say much because you know where to put the monies. And if I don't see it, then I know that you're still playing games. You want to keep on playing the game of saying that your extortion is me. Your extortion is not me, government. You should have never been in this game. That's the reason why I petitioned in my video for our justices, and one of them, Clarence Thomas, respected man as far as that. I'm not going to say anything bad about the guy in a bad situation like this, you know, on the show, you know, being that he's a professional supposed to be, and, um, you know, the inquisition that he went through before he got in office with Anita Hill, I think, you know, that is personal, that's a personal situation, but they made it public because the female came out, but she must have felt that she had to for whatever reasons, and I'm going to tell you one thing, if she did, it wasn't because of scandal, she must have really loved the guy, because people that want to just scandal you, they just go to the tabloids and just scandal you get 150,000 I mean she went through trials through the government they had deals I'm not saying this to you know belittle the guy I'm just saying you know some history of the guy that's all you know I followed the, the, the trials I, 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 I you know I'm gonna tell you I really favor for her for this one reason because of uh Usually when I'm black people get to a certain status, <coughs> when they get to a certain status, 
they pretty much let me help you out brother they pretty much you know, have a point to where they are attractive to the whites that they're trying to pursue their career in, in whatever area it may be. But what they tell them is that you cannot have it all black. Why can't I? Why can't I have it all black? I'm going to show you how I'm going to help you clean up your image. You're gonna, I'm going to help you and you're going to help me. I already did it in the video, Justice Thomas. And I'm going to see, you know, psychically, psychically, it's not that. It's a mental telepathy thing. It's not really psychic. Psychic is when you are predicting. And we're not predicting right now. That's something different in the uh, senses that, are, that we have. It's another part of this psychic area. But we're just talking about knowing. The knowing. We're getting heavy with this stuff now. I'm going to show you what we do. Let me groom you. Let me teach you. And you teach me. You. But I'm going to help uh, Justice out right now and uh, his justices because he's going to need his colleagues. Now, when they get in a position like he's in and he was getting in, coming from a beautiful woman like Anita Hill. Um, they knew the woman was beautiful. They knew she was a beautiful black woman. You understand? And when you have a guy like him that's a, re a revolutionary, he's a revolutionary. I seen his work on 13 PBS. I was impressed. Until the end when I seen that they turned on him and he turned on them. I didn't fault anyone. I would have did the same thing probably. I would have. I've done it. You get tired of getting betrayed by your own people. You understand? And he was in a position of being a revolutionary. If you watch PBS and you watch his show, as far as his uh, commentary on his life, as far as what he went through, you can see that he had a smirk on his face that wasn't really impressed about the situation because he looked at it as something that they were exploiting him on. I know, I know how he felt. Because I would have felt the same way. After, <coughs> excuse me, after being treated the way I was treated, I would have felt the same way as he did because, you know, you don't trust anyone. So you're going to always scrutinize everything that people propose to you, even if it sounds good. Like, what's in it for them? Because I know, you know, but with that situation, it showed it was a good thing for him. It worked for him. He don't know. I don't think he realized at first how it worked for him because it got a chance for us to see who he was. It got a chance for me to see who he was because I didn't know who he was. I just heard about who he was from the Anita Hill trials and uh, Congress and all that and the Inquisition on that. But I didn't know him as a person 
and him expressing himself like he did in that show as far as how he felt about black people and how they treated him and how he treated them and whatnot. You see what I'm saying? So that said, he pretty much was in a position to where he was uh, letting me know and letting everyone know, this is me. I tried to work for my people the best I can for a revolutionary black movement peacefully, but it got out of control. Rioting and different things like that. And it's always going to make it look bad. That's It goes back to the point on when I seen when I was coming and I was wicking to the America wick, which is a cheating wick because they cheat at the beginning. And I came in and I seen black life matters, black life matters, black life matters. And then it's like, OK, who do I go to now? Because the blacks are out. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to go to them because they sold me out. So I see black life matters and I'm saying, well, you know, what is this white guy with his fists up? talking about black life matters what do you care about black lives you know for you to be doing all that but the protesting part with uh the justice it reflects on this because when he said that the first thing i seen in the uh protest was black young youth running around busting windows out and violent and vandalizing uh police vehicles and whites with Bandanas on white children walking around doing the same. Now, what was that going to benefit us on any Black Life Matters? I don't understand that part with you white people. And I'm black people, I, I'm insulted too because you stood back and let it happen with the children, with the youth. And then on top of that, with the whites, why would you let this white man go out here and throw up his fist and say like power or whatever, uh, Black Life Matters, when that was your job to do that? Especially guide the youth. Where was Sharpton at? Where was Jesse Jackson at on that? We know you sold out. Because you sold me out. I'm just keeping it real on the show. I talk about the realness of life. I don't talk about the gobbledygook. Sometimes I might go astray, but I try to keep it factual. Like I said, Michael Savage doesn't have anything on me. Back to the time, back to Clarence Thomas, the uh, justice. Uh, like I said, as far as him in a situation like that, he was, you know, pretty much pressured to more or less, you know, let the black woman go. Even though he probably loved her. Who knows? She fought for him because she fought to hold on to her being in his life. And you destroyed that man's life because you wanted him to have a look that you wanted him to be in, in that job. Who are you? That's the very thing that's happened to me. You took all of my women away from me and murdered my mother. I'm quite sure Jordan can say the same thing about his father in that pond. When we get big and we get to a certain point that we are going to take the pot, they got to make us suffer by taking someone from us that we love. Ask Tiger. His father, he wasn't near to death like that. He had more life in him. 
This is what they do when you have higher powered people in America. They petition for you to be sanctioned or someone in your family because you've, you've stolen their pot. And the only thing you've done, you didn't steal anything. You've earned it, but they see that you've earned it and they got it in extortion and they don't want to give it back. And they don't want to let you out of it. Now, if, I, if, not, if I'm not telling the truth, Tiger, all of you, Jordan, all of you, keep it real, man. They broke into my house, Michael. They took all my Nikes. They, they, I mean, everything that I tried to do with you on any deals that we had going, you know, psychically, we had something. They stole all of that. The whites, the blacks, everyone, they took all of my Nikes. My girl knows it, my ex-girl. Y'all call her crazy, but she's not. She's just a victim of circumstance, a lot of confusion and a lot of things going on. She's very intelligent. She's an ex-friend of mine, ex-girl. Well, not an ex-friend, but an ex-girlfriend of mine and a friend. She's still a friend. She's in a, she's in a troubled situation because the facility that she's in is putting her through the ringer in the wash, spin and dry. They're extorting her for her whole check. There's no way. It's a group home. It's not a place or facility where you keep people like that and charge them that amount of money and expect it for the places to be cold. You got to cook your food with everybody. You got to wash your ass with everybody. You don't pay that kind of money for a place like that. The people who hooked her up with that is extorting her with the people there and other people. Everybody's getting a piece of her check. But getting back to Michael, look, man, they, they went into my home, my mother's home. They murdered my mother. And you know what I'm saying, Michael? All I'm saying is Nike had power, but see, they went with the whites, with the extortion. That, that compromised your position with me. So you, they, they actually made you lose in finances and me too. Because we were trying to link up and get something right. I had your wear and your gear covered. There's nothing as though those people could do with your gear that I couldn't do a quadrillion times better. I make squads, but they won't give it to me. Out, out there, they got it for me. In oil. I'm in oil, everybody. Little chic. That's fine out there. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really having a complaint about that. I understand the significance of that. You know, giving it to me now or giving it to me over the years would be a point to where we came to an agreement to some degree on that being on hold until we get this straight. You see what I'm saying? The truth is coming out. And all I'm saying is that as far as Americans or whatever you want to call, this is the Native American country. I don't care what you, this is our country. I don't care, you know, what you think. We want our land back. Montana, you know, all those places, North Dakota, South Dakota. Oh, definitely Manhattan. 
24 bucks. Come on. 24 bucks. That's a lucrative offer. Offering as far as the 24 bucks. But come on. You guys making a lot. And I'm doing it because New York broke in my house. Broke in my mother's house. That's not the only reason. So you guys are in a position to where anything anybody say about you is the truth. But the thing about it is, is you made it that way by saying it's yours. You shouldn't have said it. You should have had me as the poster child for that. But you couldn't get me like that, though. I'm not a puppet. You tried to make me one. I'm my own man. The Justice Thomas is his own man. He's a black man. And you're going to give him his power in there. Because you're going to give me mine out here and in there. It's not a request. Because resistance is futile. This situation has gone on too far. And it's out of control, spinning bad, real bad, because there's nothing to hide behind but bad. You understand? So, you guys uh, need to realize that when it comes to the things that must happen, when it comes to things in time, that you have to be a person that has that way of figuring out how to get out of it. You must get out of your situation. And this was so easy. All you had to do, Pittsburgh, was treat me good. Treat me good would have got you in the good and been sincere about it, kept my mother's best interests good, kept her healthy, and kept her in a situation to where it's, look, Michael, we have your mother, and she's doing fine. We're going to have some placement for her, and we're going to have you all rebound, and we're going to try to get you back in that house the way we're supposed to. Or wait and just get you back in that house because you had the control over Joe, you all went in the league together. That's the reason why I was in a common pleas paying two rents. I paid one. The sheriff's department told me it was my bill, not my mother's. Mine. When I went down there. I said, well, how's this mine? You're extorting me. And they just, they just looked at me like you got your answer. Nobody could stop them. You said, Sheriff Department, I cannot stop you. I cannot do nothing. Well, damn. I think this is doing something to you, don't you think? This is clobbering time. It's Ben Grimm. It's clobbering time. The Fantastic Four. The X-Men. Before the X-Men. Stanley, genius, genius, genius. The old dude, man, he had, let me tell you something. Hollywood, that's why I would never come out there with you guys and do any of my production because you did him dirty. You did his family dirty. You owned everything he got just because you did the movie production for him on a wide scale. Those, fee those his family member couldn't get nothing. Hardly nothing out of him. They own everything. That's the reason why nobody likes Hollywood. You can't keep the rights to your projects. 
I can see you getting a piece of it. See me, I'm the type, if I was looking for someone to produce myself and do me in that capacity, I would own the rights to my masters, whether it's film or music. That way I can take them with me when I go. That's what, that's what Prince's problem was. When he was the formerly artist known as Prince, Warner had took him when he was 16 and signed him and didn't have an attorney because Prince was that good. Those guys over there, the time in them, Morse Day and all of them grew up with Prince. They were hot back then. They signed them real quick. Quick, you know, but what got Prince out of that deal over the years, he had to fight though, because Warner's them Jews, they don't like to give your ass up, especially your masters. What Prince had to do was constantly keep fighting and told him, I'm the artist formerly known as Prince. You can't call me Prince since you're trying to say that you own everything of me, about me, or anything I've done. You don't own me. If you own the name Prince, you don't own me. That's what Prince was saying to him. He was talking to him in a way of intellectually saying something in a philosophical philological way, sorry, philological way, to whereas he can give them some philosophy on it and let them know that, look, you can control the material things, but you don't control my flesh, me, my inner, my inner being, my soul. I do what I feel I need to do. That's what Prince was saying to him. So they ended up giving, you know, out of scandal, um, that was the best thing, the way for Prince to do it was the scandal him because they can't take the scandal. Warner Brothers is not really all that big as far as music anymore. They just handle some things and push people as far as distribution, but nobody goes to the big houses anymore. It costs too much. The overhead, first thing they do, TLC found that out when they were in their big hype with the uh, album that they had that they came out with first. When they cashed out and everything was clear from the movie production, I mean, uh, the production for the video uh, and the studios and the big houses, they were only getting like five cents a record. Five cents. Because the record houses extorted them for everything else, saying the cost of them, the studio time, them, they didn't tell them that. And at the beginning, studio time, and then that's how they hustle you in those contracts. They get you in those contracts four or five years. I wouldn't have did no more than, if it was a decent place, I would have did no more than five myself. Three, if it was a bullshit-ass place. I wouldn't have signed, and I would have looked over that contract with a fine tooth comb. And I wouldn't have signed it right away. I'd have been excited, but I would have made sure I got all the clauses together. See, the way we're going to do the contracts now is it's going to keep it basically bold. Print. No little teeny weeny where you got to go get any weeny to see it. It's going to be a bold print where we see it. And it's going to be to the point. None of that etc, etc, etc that the attorneys like to put in. Loopholes for the one that they're working for. Against you. I know how they do. I've, I've been... Around enough of them here. 
I'm not impressed. I can say there's only one that I can give a really good outlook in Pittsburgh as far as attorneys. I mean, I've had, I've had you know, Dugan was one of the ones that I've had um, the pleasure of knowing, but he really didn't get a chance to really uh, represent me. Um, Chivers, semi-impressed. He's he's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. You know, uh, Cherkin was the one that from the very beginning that sold me out. So definitely not them. They got disbarred. Uh, back in the day, when Dr. Dre and all of them started this with Jay-Z and the New York thing, the California thing, Cherkin was one of the ones that went out there and got burned. I mean, literally. You know, we nobody knows it. Nobody's heard of them no more since then. They went out there with Dr. Dre. Those were, my, those were my attorneys back in the day with uh, Art Asti. He was my mentor. Even though we know what he was doing, still, I was in a bind. This is how professionals do things. You have to sometimes do things differently. I don't fault Art Asti. He was, he was like the Don. He was my father. My friend. He kept me with my money. He kept my checks coming. He's great. And he told me one time I was in his office, this is attorney client privileges, but this is something good about it. And it's not direct as far as any of the cases that we have had. But he told me one time, he said, he said, uh, he said, I'm Greek. He said, that's the side that I'm born as and I go by. He said, but I have a little, he said, I have a little, uh, Irish, not much. But I go, I'm, I'm Greek. It was one of the times I was in his office and we were having a, a council. Um, my girl Toya, she was one of the ones that was hanging with me back then. And she was all in it. She, you know, she was one of the ones that Diddy had recruited against me. But, I, you know, I, you know, we end up making up on that. Me and Toya end up, you know, coming to some type of agreement. We still we still became friends. We still ended up being friends. Because she, what Toya did was she did one of those things to where she did everything everybody else did, but she kept communicating to me. She kept trying, even though she, they was trying to get her to get more extortion and different things like that. She's sick in the hospital. I hope she's doing well. Or I hope, I hope that, you know, anything bad hasn't happened. If I haven't picked up on anything, it's because of the fact that I have so much to deal with. But, you know, I have never faulted her, you know, as far as, you know, this thing, because it was bigger. Anytime you have the government involved in anything and they're governing everything for everybody to do what they say do. You know what I mean? It's just really hard because they all lie and you have propaganda, you know, for you to have to deal with in that capacity. You know, so you can have some type of uh, disbelief on what's going on against them because, you know, that even the things I'm saying now, they want to try to discourage you, make you disbelieve. That's the reason why they kept you in that loop for so long, because you guys were in there believing the things that they were saying and not believing your family and your friend and your lover and your business associate. See, those are the things that we have the capacity. The wildlife's out here for my 
friends that are on lockdown. I can't say that in family because I say the judges and the uh, guards and the warden and his staff are friends. But my family, how y'all doing today? How's everybody? I hope you just, you know, looking for the deli bread like me. I was waiting to talk to you. I want to put some time for you. I hope you're doing well. I hope no one hasn't killed anybody. No, honestly, seriously, no joke. But, you know, it, you know, I try to put a sense of humor in there, too. Um, I hope that uh, we'll say a prayer that they are doing well. And I hope that every day they go along with the goodness in life and be able to uh, atone for their misguided deeds that Satan intervened into their body and made them do. We want them to have the strength of whatever entity they believe in. To give them the strength to know that they do have a second chance to redeem themselves from these things, these atrocities, these horrible things you've done people to people. God saved the whore. She was getting stoned in the town and everyone said to her, get out the town. We're going to stone you, kill you. Jesus came son to son through the town to get this woman and forgive her and tell the town who without any sin throw the first stone. And they had to drop those stones they had because everyone has sinned. Just like the thief. Hanging on the cross next to Jesus, dying as well. Both thieves, two thieves, one on each side. One expired before he had a chance to talk to Jesus. Was maybe so bitter, so bitter that, you know, he didn't want to talk to Jesus. Or so fatally wounded that he couldn't talk to Jesus. But there's one on the other side that could, for whatever reasons. And he asked Jesus, he said, are you the true son of this God that you say that is the true king? And Jesus said, yes, I am. He said, well, if you are, he said, I know we're going to die. He said, could you take me into your kingdom? Because it sounds beautiful. And he said, when we caught, when we both die and we both expire, you will cross over into the heavenly gates with me. I promise. If Jesus and God saved these wretched people, the whore. She wasn't the whore of Babylon, but she was the whore. And if he saved the thief on the cross, dying with Jesus, his only begotten son. Then what does that, what does that tell you? You can be saved. All you have to do is do the good things in life. The things that you know morally that you have to do. Try to do something. Because even trying gets you blessings. You tried. You failed. You're still blessed. God still blesses you for the try. Good go, kid. Get back in the game of life. Because God is telling you, Jesus, when I say that, I'm, I'm talking about Allah and I'm talking about Buddha and these different people's lives, the Hindu and God, 
y'all y'all been way uh you know um Jehovah these people are the same entities they're God but people see them differently because of God creating us all different you can't expect for everyone to look at Jesus as the one entity when they all come from different regions and they're practicing different things you can't say you're right because you're all wrong if you say you're right. Your God is the true God. All of your gods is the true God because it's only one entity and it gives you this vision to see it differently in each culture. This is school about knowledge in, in the biblical sense and the higher power sense. I want you to know that Praying for my friends and family in there. I hope that everything goes well and nobody gets out of control and stays calm. And listen to the Daily Bread to get the inspiration to be able to inspire. I want you to go out as a flock to inspire the people into doing something different and better. For the lifers, especially because they need something to hold on good. They don't have anything but the fact that they're in there for life. Those ones that are coming and going that gets years, they, they got a chance to get out. I definitely give you, you know, a hot slice of bread to go back out into the world and spread it. Do it your own way. Like McDonald's, have it your way. Doing it your own way, but you have a slice of my daily bread. The founder gives you the permission to give you some daily bread to give to the others and spread it. Let them know that we have something good going. We don't all have that sense to where's you thinking. We got a good thing going with the daily bread. All right, my people in there, I hope that everything is going good for you today. I hope you have some cookies and chips or something, some juice, um, for those that don't drink any liquor, some sarsaparilla. I know they don't allow you to drink any liquor, at least none of the kind that's out here. The kind you might make an old boot or something, you know, from mixing everything together. You know, we try to get that flavor. You know, I can make some liquor with this, man. Just give me this right here. You get a, you get one of them slick-talking guys, you know what I'm saying? Okay, get some liquor, man. We can put a little bit of this in there, man. Have that little thing spiked a little bit. Put a little scope in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got a cocktail, you know what I'm saying? But, um... <clears throat> And that said, you know, I try to find with my family and keep them, you know, uh, you know, like I did the bid with them. You know, all these years I've been in jail and this life that I've been living with these people, they've been keeping me incarcerated into this, this abyss, this abyss, abyss of nothing. Um, I didn't have any friends. Nobody talked to me. Um, family didn't talk to me. Uh, um, I mean, there's only a few. I mean, if they did, they were fishing for extortion or whatever things they can find out for whomever they was with. You know, but um, and, and that said, those are the only things. It was pretty much I was the only man on the island. You know what I'm saying? I then got pretty much used to that. It wasn't even any, any critters. You know what I'm saying? So 
Uh, I'm not complaining at that fact right now, but, you know, they blocked everyone from even being around me in my life. They, When they extorted me, they extorted me for my whole entire life. My name. That's the reason why they're in there saying all that. Saying they're me. They got used to that. I let them get used to that. I let them get used to that because the simple fact is that um, I knew that was the only way to catch them now. They was going to come in and say that it was theirs. Like they were, they were saying all along that it was theirs. It's not theirs. It's far from being theirs. Nothing's theirs. Even breaking in my mother's house, stealing all of my belongings and everything like that from my mother. I want my house back, Joe. I want my house back, Common Please. I want my house back, UPMC. And I want my house back, Hertzburg. The Allegheny Jail. Definitely Hoots. Hoots, that's a despicable woman. Hoots, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this. It's an unsolved cold case, and I believe I know who did it. Your sister. Horrible. Horrible thing. Now, let's see if this fool does something stupid. We're going to draw him out. If she did go, you guys have a bad habit of having your hands on somebody else's stuff. I'm not worried because the simple fact is God's going to protect me. Allah's going to protect me. Buddha's going to protect me. And the eyes that you don't see is going to protect me that's around me. But let's just see if this guy just really gets a little cocky like he always is in the brazen. I've seen him in act before. See, the thing about it is you got to give me something, Hoots. In order for me to help you. I got solutions. I tell everybody I do. What you going to do? You know what I want? I want all of that back. Uh, Joe's, you got a lot coming to you if you solve this case. Are you scared? You scared already. So what's been scareder? You don't got nothing to lose. They want to play? Let's play. Now you got me pulling with you because you're doing something for me. And I'll help you do something. We know you're our Rooney's girl because they get a, they get their clutches in you and they don't want to let you go. I throw you a bone. Just to help you out a little bit. Because he had his clutches in everybody. So you can burn him now. Then come help me out. You know the one? I want all of that property on Ella. Everything Joe has. Because you'll get that and more. With this deal that I'm giving you. You'll solve a cold case. Be a famous girl.
Even though you did a lot of not, naughty things, you're going to have to clear that up first. Famous, but you're going to have a little bittersweet going with you. But you're still in the game. You're wounded duck. So that means you can't do anything. You got to be cool. You got to redeem yourself to people that you need to redeem yourself to. That's in control now. So here we go. And that said, moving right along. I haven't really been over, you know, uh, that end of it on that side of town that much, uh, you know, due to the fact that they threw me out and murdered my mother with the UPMC and the factions of the common pleas. Joe Smalls and all the parties involved. And uh, took my mother's property with the articles on the door. I mean, I filmed everything. You can see the articles on the door. You know, the, uh, the debris that was left. And I'm going to, you know, just say that they destroyed that house. If you see the footage on the social networks, those, those footages, that house is destroyed. They had to remodel that house and do what they did because they screwed that house up. And they threw a lot of the stuff out. I know they did because Ace told me. They threw a lot of your stuff out. You had a lot of nice stuff in that house. But they threw it out. A lot of people got it in their house. And what they don't have, the U-Haul took. And the seizure of them illegally seizing my mother's property, illegally throwing her in the hospital, illegally throwing me in jail the same day. Because there was no eviction. They came with nothing but a verbal. He told us the verbal the same day with Kevin down on the steps. And I told Kevin, I said, listen, I said, man, I said, you got a lot of nerve coming to me after you installed my Musology Soundtracks technologies for years in extortion. They came to me on the courthouse with verbals telling me to get out of my mother's house, telling my mother to get out the house the same day the court date was. She was coming out of the court. I said, what do you mean? I said, my mother is going back to her house. No, don't you go back to the house. Threatening me. Kevin, the head of the sheriff's department, with no verbal, no nothing. I mean, no paperwork, but nothing but a verbal. Nothing. And we went to the house. The house was ramsacked and broken into. They took out the security alarm. They took out everything. They broke into the house and vandalized the house. I filmed everything. It's on the Internet. See, my investigative work, when I was, when they were in the UPMC, you know, murdering my mother, I told them, I told them who I was. So I announced myself and I told them. And they looked at me like, we never heard of you. You are not around our people. Okay, it doesn't matter. When, the, when one of the uh, constables with Michael Berenger came in, the black guy, he asked me, he said, so what are you, a DJ? Because he's seen the setup. I said, no, I'm not a DJ. And I started to tell him who I really was. I said, but you know what? I said, in here, I'm nobody. But out there, I'm somebody. I'll be seeing you again. And I'm seeing you now. You're burnt. All of you, fried. Until I get what I want, you won't get what you want. I know what you need. You need validation. On you being good. 
But the thing about it is, people, you didn't do any work to get good. You have to show your merit, stupid. What have you done for me lately, like Janet Jackson says? You haven't did shit for me for the last 40 plus years because my mother and I, some thorn in the side pain. Get a clue, numbskulls. You just got to be good to me. Not impress anybody else. You have to impress me. Now, I was down to the store the other day. I believe it was, uh, <clears throat> what was it? Uh, she didn't know I was going to put her on my podcast, but I thanked her anyway. But it was a lady at, um, I'm going to give Dollar Tree a plug, the one over in uh, Homestead. She was there and I was cashing out. I just had credit, scrabbling for change, struggling. It's a struggling brother out here, struggling for an artist and a mogul that's in the country that's stolen all of his money and taken it. So I didn't have the change on me that they needed. I think it was some cents, 30-something cents or something. So I said, well, okay, I'll just go ahead and hit the other card up and just take care of that. So the lady said to me, behind me, she said, no, you just go ahead. I'll give them the 30 cents. I said, are you sure? I said, I don't want you to be down your 30 cents. She said, it's not even a problem. I said, well, you know, we need, she had her little lucky Irish stuff on. So I told her, I told the young lady, I told her, I said, you know, I said, we need more nice Irish people like you. You know, because in all cultures, we get bad people, you know, and, and stuff like that. And uh, it's good to see that somebody thought about you enough to give you some type of sense instead of having no sense. You get it? You can you dig it? I'm just appealing to your intellect about what's going on, brother. Like Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I'm appealing to you, brothers and sisters. I don't want to leave you out, baby. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're lesbians, you're still my sister. I don't give a fuck. Because you know what? You scrape off all that man testosterone you try to have. You still get boned by me. So you're still my sister. All right, so there you go. Now you know. Uh, it's one of those things to keep you thinking and say, hmm, I think I might take him up on that. But the thing about like being a bisexual person, sometimes it gets confusing on who you like the most. I don't know about being bisexual, but I've experienced it with bisexuals. I've had bisexual women that turned out to tell me they were bisexual. You understand that? You understand the flow of the brother talking? I ain't talking no cosmetology type stuff in Cosmo. I'm talking about reality. I'm going to come out with a magazine called Reality. You know what I'm saying? It's the sculptory. The sculptory of the situation at hand. The terms say that Roby against Wade failed because all that hubbub, look where we at. They're back arguing about it again. There's always controversy. This country loves controversy. But they don't like controversy when it's them. Only when it's you. Can you dig it?
Because the daily bread, you know, we just look at the facts as far as what people do. And that's what we talk about. We don't make up no no fiction type stuff, non-fiction type stuff. We make, we, we, we do what we have to do to try to tell the story as best we can. We're not an exposure, you know, type of uh, podcast where we, we're here to, you know, get grandstanding, expose people. Because we'll try to understand you when you're getting uh, done in like Me Too did. Charlie Rose, Matt Lyre, uh, and um, definitely Bill Cosby. He got out of it. So Matt Lyre and Charlie Rose should be cool. What do you think? It's all women crying boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. He violated me, but I went and played, and he got the best of it. He's always going to get the best of it because he tells you, before we even start playing, I'm married. I got a wife. Yeah, I want some pussy. I ain't gonna turn it down. You know how long I've been out here? I've been out here a whole month. I ain't seen my wife in about a month. Now, if you can be quiet, let's get it done. I'll be quiet. No, you won't. I'm like, I'm like Keanu Reeves in that, uh, at uh, not the Matrix, but uh, the uh, John Wick, when that uh, chop suey dude with the Ginsu knives got all the Ginsu knives stuck in him from John Wick, Ginsu in his ass. He's he's a deadly ass for real in real life. He's a good martial artist, but for the movie, he gonna say, "Oh, we are gonna catch up with you, John. I'm gonna catch you, man. In a minute, I'll be running in a minute to catch up with you. I'll be there." So, you know, Keanu Reeves, you know, he's the type of brother, you know, he's over 40. He's disgruntled. You know what I'm saying? So he looks at him and said, no, you won't. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> he was serious to the mug. You should see his face. You should see his face. He said, no, you won't. <laughs> Dude just silently died. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a classic. You know what I'm saying? But that's movie buffing. You know what I'm saying? It's something else. Oh, boy. You know, but, you know, life has its turns, you know, and you try to deal with it the best you can. And it was it was a hard loss. And I'm sure everybody incarcerated has lost someone and has seen someone been lost and heard about it. Doesn't matter how it happened. But. That's what you're there for, for you to look at the things that you've done wrong to correct them. And, and you're, it's, you're not there to be animals and take advantage of each other. You're supposed to understand each other's problems and help each other to be able to, you know, get better. And if you're a lifer, groom those youngins, man. So when they go out, they'll put something on the brother's books, man. Keep a brother alive in there. With You know you like them bees and shit. You can't get that, man. You can't just ask for the commissary to give you no juju bees. You know what I mean? Come on, man. That's shit. That's extra shit. They they be trying to get you to extort you on. Oh man, you want some juju bees, man? You want to? What, what you got? It's bartering system. Man, I don't want no M and M's, man. This is juju bees. What you got, man? All right, what you got? Let's see what you got. What's that? All right, man, them little red cherries, man. Hey, man, give me those, man. I'll take those little dips. You can have these jujubees, man. You know, it's the barter system, man. 
It's the barter system there. Ain't no cash money there. It's cash money outside. Because you get, you don't, you don't extort your friends. You teach them to look out for family. And you'll always have them looking out. Because when it comes down to it, you took care of them while they was in there. And they'll never forget you, brother or sister. But groom them in a way to understand the appeal to their intellect. You know, we could be whooping your ass. You know what I'm saying? And telling you to do it. But we're asking you. And if you come back and you don't do it and you come back, you know what that is. We are going to whoop your ass. Because we helped you while you was in here to have your hitch and your ride smooth. Protection, brother. But don't victimize. Offer a service. You, you, are, you are a protection service, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't victimize. You let them come to you. Because you offer a service. You let it be known. All right, brothers, you can have some dignity in there. You can be like me, an investigator. You're on the inside. You control what happens. You can shape and mold the lives of the young that come in there and go out of there. It's either you can shape them bad or good. Shape them good, brother. Give them something to go on. Let them get a second chance, and then you got one. Because they'll look at your role model ability. When you come up for parole, you might not get it, but they'll tell you how good you're doing. That'll give you something to inspire you to go back in and say, you know, they, they denied me, man, but they told me I was doing good in here. And my privileges and everything is still good. I'm, I'm all right. I don't have anything cut from me because I'm in here acting stupid and acting crazy. Then I can get more privileges. Then one day, who knows, they may let you go out on a work relief thing. That's getting out. You got goals, man. You never know, man. You never know what they might do. Even just getting out in the yard. Even getting out in the yard and going into another facility of yours to do some work, theirs to do some work. Just traveling over to that. That's getting out. The blue bus, man. Come on now. No, everybody know about the blue bus. Get on the bus, Gus. You must trust. Come on, baby. Move around. Put yourself up for something. If they got programs where you can initiate yourself in, initiate yourself in and you can participate and you can get out of your cell for a while and go do something. If your ass box, go bump somebody's nose and bruise it. You go toward all the other uh, facilities, penitentiaries. What, you play music? Be Rick James, bust out, man. Come on, man. They're busting out on the phone. Walk with the path of the righteous.